welcome, welcome to Crypto Chat with Chapo, the edgiest podcast in the crypto realm. I'm your host, the crypto connoisseur, Chapo, ready to deep dive into the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all things crypto related. But hold on tight, my friends, because this is not your average finance show. We're not here to give you boring investment advice or financial jargon. Oh no, we're here to rock the world with discussions, mind-bending insights, and jaw-dropping stories from the cryptoverse. Now before we kick things off, let's make one thing crystal clear. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. None of the content you hear is financial advice. I repeat, not financial advice. I'm just a crypto enthusiast sharing my thoughts, experience, and yes, even my occasional moonshot predictions. So buckle up, strap in, and get ready for a wild ride through the, the ever-evolving world of crypto. We'll explore the latest trends, uncover hidden gems, and maybe even decode the secret messages hidden in the blockchain. Remember, my fellow crypto aficionados, always do your own research. The crypto space is like a wild west. You need to be your own sheriff. Seek knowledge, stay curious, and let's navigate this digital frontier together. So grab your headphones, crank up the volume, and get ready to be immersed in the world of crypto chapel. Prepare to laugh, learn, and maybe even have your mind blown. Let's get this party started. It's good, everybody. Welcome to the pod. This is Crypto Chat with Chapo, and I think I can get the episode number correct this time. I didn't get it correct last time. That's what happens after you get so many episodes under your belt, I suppose. This is episode number 393. We're going to call this one Pre-Having Mayhem. Why? Is there really mayhem? Uh, it depends on your viewpoint. But a lot of people are positioning for the pre-having or the having. We are in the pre-having. The having is supposed to happen sometime in April. I think in the last episode I mentioned the first date it's really not the first day because it, it's dependent on the blocks and transactions. And it's likely that that date is going to continue to move closer to where we are today in the sense that last week, 420 was the date. And then it went down to 418. I think you're going to continue to probably see it shift depending on the volatility to somewhere in early April, maybe late March. Or it might stay exactly where it's at. I'm not really sure, but we'll find out. Before we talk about those things, I want to look at the prices today because they've been doing fantastic, especially the majors. And then I'll talk about the typical rotation in crypto, at least the way it has been. This, what I'm going to outline, if you've been in the space for a while, you're pretty familiar with this, but if you haven't, this will be kind of the breakdown of how the process typically works in price action in crypto. And anything can really change just because it's been that way in the past does not mean that it's going to be that way in the future. Today, Bitcoin is trading at 52.162. That is incredible. It's up 10% in the last seven days. Will we see a bigger pullback? I don't have a crystal ball. Don't know. If we move back to the idea of the having, likely that we're going to see steady increase from the having until some point. Don't really know when. If we look back historically, we've often seen the price collapse in like a December 
right before the new year starts, sort of a tax harvesting season. The previous bull run, however, was very different in that it was a slow cook from that March halving. We had COVID in there, which dropped things, but we were already on the path upward. And then we kind of trickled down and then in this, then we slowly started to build back up. We crossed into 2021. Prices were looking strong. Then we get to May of 2021 and prices are were red hot. It was red hot. China announced a ban on mining and prices collapsed, you know, all the way down into the, the 2000s, which from here seems like a long way. It was a long way then as well, but it began to creep back up into November where we hit a halt all-time high of 69,000, which I really think we're going to get there. And I feel like probably before the had not financial advice, don't have crystal ball, don't know. And then in that November high, we had some ups and downs. And then in December, things fell apart. We started to tank. We had a little Christmassy rally in January. And then it was the slow descent from, you know, what had been 69,000 all the way down to a bottom of 15,000. And then we started to build back up. Now, it's not, you can't really predict the exact top. You can't really predict the exact bottom. You can have a general consensus of feeling where that might be. And if you're in the space, you might be able to sense that. I think usually the clues as we are approaching somewhat of a top is normal people are talking about Bitcoin. Maybe you see it on the television a little bit more. People at work might be talking about it. There might be some famous people talking about it. If you recall back to the Super Bowl where there were a couple of years ago, I can't remember if it was in 21 or 22, honestly. I feel like it was in 21 where you had Matt Damon doing a commercial. The board apes were hot as could be. Snoop Dogg and Eminem, you know, were at the Super Bowl performance party. And I believe Snoop Dogg had a board ape shirt on or maybe it was, maybe I saw in the pre, I'm not really sure. That really seemed to be sort of a, a, a top in many people's eyes and then it descended down. Will we see some of those other clues? Probably. I think that that's a likely scenario. Ethereum's trading at 2821, up 13%. For a while, if you recall, Solana was essentially eating Ethereum's lunch. Uh, Solana is doing great, by the way. It's at $111. That's all the way up from $8 back in that November of 22 spot. BNB at $356. BNB was, you know, it went down to $270-ish. When CZ has, was experiencing some trouble, he is going to be sentenced soon in April in the U.S., which... I don't know. I don't know exactly how I feel about that, uh, but I don't know. I don't know all the details, so it would be really fair, unfair for me to comment on XRP at fifty-seven cents, Cardano at fifty-nine, Avalanche at forty dollars, Doge at eight. Doge really hasn't been moving that much, despite the chatter on X. 
as X moves towards payments and the integration of cryptocurrencies to me is a virtual guarantee. Let me explain why I believe this. And once again, not financial advice, and I could be completely wrong on this. But the amount of money that is in crypto is massive. If you look at the total market cap, it is $2 trillion. Now, in the grand scheme of things in finance, maybe $2 trillion isn't a lot. However, $2 trillion is significant. And I believe that Elon wants to capture that in some sort of form of revenue, whether that's through integrating into payments and then taking a cut of the fee, even if it's small one, could be absolutely massive. Remember, that's the market cap, $2 trillion. That wouldn't account for fees. For example, if people are trading and you're, and you're doing fees with those trades, then that, that number is actually much, much, much higher. And that's why I think Elon is definitely going to integrate crypto into his payments features, if you will. We will see, I suppose. Chainlink at $19, up 10%, not, well, 8%. If you look in the top 100, nearly everything is up in the last seven days, you know, about 10%, somewhere in that vicinity. ICP at $13. You know, I was talking about that when I was at 2 $2, Mutable X up 30%, Cosmos at $10, Ethereum Classic is up a little bit. I have some Ethereum Classic, some meme coins in the event that it takes off at some point. Optimism at 376, Near Protocol 335, Caspa up to 14 cents, Injective Protocol, lots of positive feedback on in Injective trading at 35.16, Celestia $18, Filecoin at nearly $6, Arbitrum at $2, Mantle all holding pretty steady at 76 cents. That thing's been hovering around 50 cents ish for quite some time. C is another one, SEI, I think C or say, I'm not even 100% positive. I know a lot of people are bullish on it. I haven't explored the ecosystem. I haven't used the blockchain on that. And therefore, I really don't have much to say about it, but maybe, maybe I'll, I will investigate that at some point. Now, let's roll into a discussion about the typical pattern of cryptocurrencies playing out. And when I say the typical pattern, what I'm referring to is price action. The, the initial mover typically in a bull run is Bitcoin. It's going to lead the charge. And if you look at the Bitcoin chart, it would be hard to argue that we aren't at least in some place in the bull run. If you just go back one year and look at the chart, it's obvious that we're going up. If you go back to March of 23 or what we go February 16th, one year ago, we were at 23,756. And we have just essentially climbed up and up. We had a little dip down to 20K, just about dropped below 20K in March 
of 23. And then we've been mostly, we traded sideways from, I'd say mid-March all the way until October. And once October hit, everything started to change. Everything started to climb where we went from on October 13th to trading at $26,000. And people were talking about at this point, ETF is going to get approved. That was everybody's talk. It is 99% certain. And people began to move into Bitcoin. Now, the pattern usually is Bitcoin is going to move first. And then you're going to see the blue chips move like Ethereum and Solana, those major, maybe top 25. So Bitcoin, then it usually moves over to Ethereum and some of the majors. And then you start to see some of the miners rallies, maybe tokens that are in the lower top 100 or maybe in the top 200 coins begin really ascending vertically. Then after that, this is the one I'm waiting for. Eventually after those other miners go, the micro caps are going to launch. And the micro caps are those tokens that are maybe off the main radar, often well under hundred to fifty million dollar market cap. Some of them are below twenty million market cap. And you will see the money rotate from the profits of Bitcoin, Ethereum, the majors, the miners. And once that that profit gets rolled off, people then start to look at those micro caps to take maybe a five thousand dollar gain. Insert your number. And instead of getting a, a, a triple three times your money on a major or a minor, you're looking at 10, 20, 30, 100 times on these micro caps. And if you're lucky, a situation like SHIB or early Doge, you're far over 100 times in the token. Now, what I'm going to tell you here is if you're new, you're probably not going to catch one of those micro caps. You're probably not going to catch the miners either. I would tell myself, if I had that time machine I've mentioned many times in the show, I definitely would tell myself to stick to the top maybe 50 coins, put some money in there, DCA into it, and then when it starts to feel a little bit toppy, when the euphoria hits and you're thinking, man, this is amazing, could it go higher? Then you take some out. You take a significant amount out and just hold it and wait. The temptation is going to be, or it was for me, to find the next big thing. And when you take that approach, after only being in the space for a short time, you know, less than a year or a year, even two years, honestly, you're going to probably get wrecked. You're going to probably lose all of your gains chasing the next big thing. And you want to avoid that. And that was definitely a mistake I made. I lost plenty of games that I made trading, trying to catch the next one, following that pattern. And it was working. You know, I was stacking, stacking, stacking. But then you don't know when the market is going to reverse or when you're going to buy a rug 
or when you're going to roll r- roll into something that just simply doesn't move or loses money then you take money out you've lost money you try to find something in to make it up in one trade and then you get smacked down in the other ones the moral of the story is if you're new if i had my sage advice to myself self stick in the top 20 to 50 coins dca look for top signs where people are talking about it get your initial out leave a moon bag if you want resist the temptation to pour your profits into what you think might be the next big thing because if you're in if you've been in here for a year you're probably not gonna find it not financial advice thank you so much for joining me today in this episode episode three nine three remember the three nine three is almost like three six nine isn't it i digress tesla be in the present moment be in the here and now do something nice for somebody and something that's really been on my heart lately which i hope some of you can do explore some new interests you know don't don't worry about whatever other people think if something is enjoyable to you you want to learn about it you enjoy watching or listening to it or exploring it take a risk and do it it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks until next time this has been chapel have an amazing day and that concludes another electrifying episode of crypto chat with chapel thank you all for tuning in and joining me on this wild journey through the crypto cosmos remember None of the content we discussed here is financial advice, so always conduct your own due diligence. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay connected with Crypto Community, be sure to hit that subscribe button and follow me on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow me on Twitter at EL underscore Chapo underscore GB. Together, we'll continue to unravel the mysteries of the blockchain and cover new opportunities and share excitement for all things crypto. As always, keep those wallets secure, those private keys safe, and may your crypto portfolio thrive in an ever-changing market. Until next time, this is Chapo signing off. Stay edgy, stay informed, and stay crypto. Cheers.